0: This is an ABC podcast.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Australia will weather this current virus storm. The nation will emerge from its darkest hour with time on the clock to score a win. There will be a golden dawn. New heroes and life will blossom across our land. Yes, it's time to bump... It's time to thump and celebrate on the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. Pull them up, pull them on and pat down for bludging on the blind side with the master of midfield mayhem, rampaging Roy Slaven, and the leading light of long shots, HG Nielsen. Let her rip, HG. G. Yes, uh, TF MUCH. Cedric Espen Sump
2: AO torching the blindside blue paper once again. That's the power and the passion in a packet there of the Sumpster camped in the bludging on the blindside soundproof booth at the ABC Grandstand HQ. The Sumpster has asked me at the top of the spray today to take a minute and thank uh, thank the and congratulate thank and congratulate Australia on the magnificent support for the Blinkered Knights of Balaclava this year. It's been an overwhelming year for the Knights. I think they've handed out now 8.9 billion dollars. Of course the blow went off beautifully a couple of weeks ago and the 2020 Can Collection this year builders tins of hope kicked off this week. That's right, tins of hope. It's a catchy title and the target is to fill 197 swimming pools across Australia with cans of food. Go to the website and find the sinkhole nearest you and get on the hole and contribute, my very good friends, to the Tins of Hope campaign for the nights in 2020. Job seekers, welcome to Bludging on the Blind Side and footy season 2020 for another blast of boot festivities, frenzies and frolics, buffs. Right thinking patriots, God talks to me, pilgrims, TP hoarders looking for another role and mad football freaks, HG Nelson opening the blindside dig for another set of seven. Well, what a week. What an incredible week. A week when too much sport is barely enough. And like many of you, I'm really loving this less is more approach to the world of sport. A couple of listeners to get us rolling. A big shout out to all Aussies who are doing queue time. That's right, they're the forgotten people at the moment, all the people doing quarantine. I know many people have arrived back from overseas this week and are having to do quarantine. My suggestion is to get a nail and mark off the seven days, you know, six, and then cross it out with the seven, you know, like you'd see them doing in jail films, Uh, and that'll give you a good idea of where you are in the quarantine process, because it's so easy. Once you're locked up and everything looks the same and you can't go nowhere, do bugger all... Well, once you're doing that, you need something to be a guide, something you can hang on to. And that little chart with the one, that's Monday, Tuesday, etc., and then crossing it out when you come back to Monday again, well, that'll give you a clear idea of where you are and what you're up to. Peter Balanders, the new look, rugby league, will see referees fly solo in 2020, according to the big Jews. Yes, this incredible cost-cutting move apparently will save the caper approximately $20 per minute. No wonder they're singing We're In The Money at head office. $20 a minute. Um, I mean, I... I really should have let Roy deal with this, but $20 a minute. I mean, that's incredible, isn't it? $20. A it's a busted ass operation, and so every cent counts, but $20 a minute. I didn't realize it was that busted. Meanwhile, the game's greatest thinker, a.k.a. the Angry Ant, a.k.a. Sticky, a.k.a. Ricky, a.k.a. Carlos Smearson, a.k.a. V full stop clap, has come out swinging saying the game is becoming more defence orientated and is boring, and he's sick of coaches always getting what they want. Never mind that he's a coach and he. Disagrees with every rule change Peter landers and Rugby has suggested. He thinks that, you know, they should be given a go and because they're so defense orientated The AFL finally produces something that looks like a football fixture. Well, not quite. Uh, you know, how many rounds when and where, etc. Still a lot of gaps there. Elsewhere, the We and the Pooh president and member of the Wait for It, the AFL Pathway Task Force. That's right, the AFL Pathway Taskforce, open brackets, the AFL's version of Apollo Project 11. Hang on, I've got that right, Project Apollo 11 and 13, close brackets. Anyway, the uh, member and president of Hawthorne, Jeff Kennett, says crowds could be back for the granny on that one day in October. There's something to get you. Licking the lips. Aussies fired up by the promise of Australia. Tremendous to have you with us as we prod forward through the stoolage of the uh, week's sporting action. And remember, step up and have a go to get a go. I I think that was the uh, Prime Minister's message. That's Prime Minister Scott Morrison's message this week that uh, even though we're in in lockdown, et cetera, we're in trouble, we're easing restrictions. It's all change. You've got to step up and have a go to get a go. Now, while I'm super excited by this, it's an unprecedented level of excitement to simply get the blindside barge away from the wharf left, talk to a man who crossed again, walked across the bridge to the other side and seen what it's like. You may recall the last time he took a trip, he came back with October the 25th as the date for the NRL, Big Wartusi, the AFL granny and the Cox at three-quarter time. And the granny. It's a celebration of life on that one day in October at Moody Valley. That was his vision. Well, he's come been there and come back, you know with a bit more. Wait till you hear about this. As we know, there'll be no crowds allowed at the Valley. Well, apart from what Jeff Kennett said a few minutes ago, he's got people licking their lips thinking they're going to be back. Well, I'm not sure about that. Anyway, there'll be no crowds at the Valley at the moment. Uh, But to give the public of Australia an opportunity to participate, it is now proposed that before the kickoff in the NRL at 5.30 Eastern, uh, what's I'm billing as a wingding of soul will be staged to allow the Australian public to thank frontline Aussies who have done so much for the nation throughout 2020. Now, the Wingding of soul it's its the beginning of a national conversation about what this should be called. Now, just let me join a couple of dots here. April the 25th, October the 25th. See where I'm going here? Big marches all over the place, celebrations, you know what, you know, digs, medals, all that sort of stuff, bands, up backwards and forwards, you know, salutes, you know, people talking to the War Memorial. Anyway, the Wingding of soul will... Echo that six months later. Exactly six months later. The plan for the Wingding is to begin at the Melbourne GPO and head out to the valley, giving the socially isolated a chance to applaud and let the nation know how you feel, as in thanks, well done, et cetera, et cetera. Leading the parade wearing the extra-large trousers full of feathers will be Health Minister Hart. Uh, He'll be uh, in the uh, poultry plucked pants the Duck Down Dacks, the Quail Curated Culottes, the Shag Pile Stride and the Feather Infused Shorts. So you won't be able to miss him. Uh, he'll be followed by frontline health workers from all theatres of operation, police, ambos, paramedics, AFL, NRL players, and coaches not participating in the Wahatusi or the Granny, administrators, umpires, referees, and committee, horses and jockeys, and those not participating in the cocks. Music to keep spirits up along the uh, route of the Wing Ding will be provided by the Fractious Bruce Waters Sextet, who blow loud and lewd, the Melbourne Scar Orchestra, the 3rd Military District Band, the Lithgow Pipe Drum and Rum Ensemble, the notorious Nuriyutbu, who's bringing back gangster so it'll be well-staffed for music. All ding participants will be stepping out with active service medals, campaign ribbons and distinguished service medals so the public lining the route will be fully aware of where they've served and what they've done. The man who has seen the wing ding of soul October the 25th as part of our future and loved it is rampaging, Roy Slavin. Roy, can we get the bludging on the blindside bunny emotion simply by asking what highlights caught your restless eye this week? Ah,
0: dude! Yes, thank you very, very much, HG Nelson. Uh, Uh, A wonderful week of cautious optimism in the tranquil waters of complacency. (laughs) That's as I'm seeing it. Give me that again. It's a week of cautious optimism in the tranquil waters of complacency, HG. Wow. Is that that the uh, National Cabinet's view? That's my view. Oh,
2: I understand that's your view.
0: That's my view. Yes. That's the AFL Task Force view. Yes. And that's Project Apollo's view. Now the murderer has announced a start date for the AFL, June the eleventh. If you can believe that, uh, four teams are set to move to the Gold Coast. Now the influence of the Gold Coast is not good on players. No, we know that. From Never a has been, and I tell you this—I'll tell you this for a fact. This is what happens when you don't have leadership. When there's no one leading the show, it's just brown cows just going about going wherever they want. Gold Coast. Players, footballers on the Gold Coast. Imagine it. It is madness. Mm. What team has ever been successful on the Gold Coast? I'll tell you, none. Mm. Recipe for disaster. It's an absolute recipe for disaster. There's no no discipline. Lifestyle issues get in the way. No culture. No No culture. culture. Well, it's a culture of pleasure. That's what it is. It's not a culture of discipline, which is what you need. And we need discipline now more than ever, We're more than ever in the history of humanity. We need discipline at the Why, moment didn't, of they why didn't they go to Adelaide? Why didn't they go to, as we suggested last week, quite sensibly, rural and regionalists in New South Wales? No, no, it would have been great. Bathurst, Lithgow, Wellington, mm. Dubbo, mm. Orange, mm. all putting their hand up, all safe bubbles. It would have been perfect. Not a peep out of Tamworth with the Warriors there. No. No, 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 Tamworth's got, got... Police haven't got to do anything. Right. There's so much discipline in Tamworth at the moment. Okay. Now, Sam, that's Sam Newman, has uh, reignited his feud with Premier, Wayne, uh, Premier uh, Andrews, there he yeah. is, Dan Andrews, uh, even though golf is now legal in Victoria. It's not enough for Sam. Oh, no, no, no. Sam insists that Andrews is both power-hungry power and almost corrupt. What? Almost corrupt. I, I don't know what his evidence is. And what will push him know over the line. how this almost corruptness expresses itself. I've no idea. Mm. Keeping golf courses. I don't mean, did he have money on it? Keeping golf mm. courses closed? Did he have money on opening up golf? I don't think so. You know, I was talking to... you not s- seeing any evidence of corruption here or almost corruption,
2: Sam. You know, I was talking to Sam during the week. He can't play. He's got tendonitis. He hasn't. He has. Has he really? Yeah, he's been doing this pro bono oh, work. Well, no wonder around. his
0: brain's gone berserk. Hey, No wonder he's uh, gone stir-crazy. I know. He
2: wants to get out there he and swing. He wants to get out and
0: swing and he can't. No. So he's uh, he's taking it out on uh, Dan Andrews. I think Andrews is big enough to take that. Now, the anti-vaxxer rugby league players are saying they're feeling threatened. Are they? I think they are. Now, I think they've just got to really commit. I mean, you've got to commit to this anti-vaxxer lifestyle. Got to get together. Uh... I think they should have their own comp, have their own competition, uh, have their own schools, their have own schools. hospitals. Oh, yeah, schools, hospitals, that'd be good. Know what I mean? I do. Absolutely commit to it. Yeah. No, don't be half, half. I was going to say half-hast about no, it. Baked. Baked. Mm. Well, that's what they seem to be doing. now. How many are there? Oh, a few. A few? Three or four. Mm. Well, it only takes three or four. Yeah, you know, true, that's suddenly a comp. You, Suddenly you've got a movement. Yeah. <laughs> now... Uh, but for those who are interested in the anti-vaxxer philosophy, um, a way of getting around it, there's been, a, you know, I did a bit of fossing actually to see if there was a religion that was anti, yes. Uh, anti-vaxxer. yes Yeah. Unfortunately, most religions are pro-life.
2: Yeah, it's a bugger, and isn't it? It's a bugger.
0: And so vaccination is good for life. It you know, Helps. It helps. Mm. So most religions quite, you know,
1: right, I suppose,
0: and understandably have come in for vaccine. So there's only one that appears to be an anti-vax religion Mm -hmm. and that's the Congregation of Universal Wisdom. (laughs) What's their position on rugby league? (laughs) Don't appear to have much of one. Uh, Now, if people are expecting to go to the Congregation of Universal Wisdom, there's no church as such. No good. There are are no buildings. Uh, There's just a philosophy of (laughs) anti-vax. Um, but in certain states in the United States, you can claim this is your religion and you're not penalised in any way for being anti-vax. So if people here, like your rugby, rugby league players who are staunch anti vaxxers just join the Church of the Congregation of Universal Wisdom and Bob's your uncle. Right. That's yeah. the way to do it. Now, Nathan Cleary is accused of spinning a web of lies. We might open this up a little bit later on the programme. I don't know. It appears he was the... Remember, the, it was this weird story of these young women who were, you know, waddling about the place. And then had a bit of time, you know, because the Uber was ten minutes away. They thought, oh, doesn't, you know, young Nathan live here? Let's... Yeah. Hi, Nath. Are you home? Right. Yeah. Come on in. Now, it seems that Nathan was the Uber driver... I didn't realise he had a
2: part time job. Nor did I. I thought he was full time. I that thought he was full time rugby league. Isn't, I thought that's a refreshing. Yes. People taking going back to gig I know. economy, going back to the yep. tools, yep. going yep. back yep. to doing
0: yep. putting in as well as playing rugby league. Yep, yep. That's it. That's it. He's an Uber driver. Wow. So so, so y- the, the the web thickens, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we might try to get to this. You know, it was all the TikTok business. Oh the TikTok TikTok the business, shit. you know, it was great. Mm. But got people asking questions. You yeah, know, what? how long did it take you to do that? Yeah, well, we went through it. Who, though? Who? You you know, know. types. Well, journalists, say. Oh, shoot. journalists. Bloody oh. journalists. You know, can't leave well enough alone. No. Just accept the bloke, you know. Yeah. He's an Uber driver. Women were walking around looking for an Uber driver and I think he just happened to be an Uber driver. End yeah. of story. Yeah. Just because he knew just everybody. Just move on. Just Talk cause... about something else. Talk about Obamagate. <laughs> what? Well, I don't know. It's <laughs> just something that loomed.
3: Mm.
0: Now, um now Warney, that's our Shane Warn. He's finding cricket's obsession with the baggy green embarrassing. Yeah, he's used the word diarrhea. Diarrhea, yeah. Connected with it. Connected with it, yeah. Wow. I must say though, whenever I see Warney, I always say have you got your baggy green on you. <laughs> yeah, can I have a look at it? Yeah. Shows, you know. But you show your baggy green. up. Shows your baggy green. <laughs> You know, on, where is it? Where is it? Yeah, where's you the got car? it? On you? got yeah. it on you? He's in the boot. Yeah, it's in your pocket, isn't it? Fold it up, give us a look. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just, I mean, probably is wearing him out a little bit. But I've always loved the baggy green. Mm. You know, I love talking about the baggy green. Mm. Uh, I love looking at baggy greens. He seems to suggest you can it's pick up a the old baggy of... green at auction, you know? There, can there you? was a Don baggy green. I don't know how many the Don got. Probably a few. He played for about 40 years, didn't he? We would out a few. They often bob up. I um, so haven't seen any of quick. Warnies. Steve War only kept the same one, didn't he? He kept oh, no. having it, tr- you know, touched up, touched up with uh, yeah, needle, needle and tape. cotton, and yeah, stuff needle, like that. I mean, yeah. Gaffer tape yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so next time you see Warnie, ask him about Steve War's baggy green. Have you seen Steve War's baggy green, Warnie? Mm. Mm. What's it look like? <laughs> Where's he keep it? Where do you keep yours? Now, Peter Velanders has indicated that come May the 28th, he'll consider the job done and walk away. So he's got to get the deal up with Skidmarks and yeah. with Foxtel. Foxtel appear to be on board and Skidmarks. Kicking and screaming. Kicking and screaming a little bit but pretty well over the line. Mm-hmm. So once that deal is inked and I've heard sums around $2.4 billion over the next five years. Do you believe those numbers? No. 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 I don't. Uh, but if he does get some numbers up and the game kicks off, he's going to walk away. Now, there are suggestions that he may have been asked to replace Jim Molan as head of the Sports War Cabinet, and I can't think of a finer figure to do that. Jim's been missing. You know, look at what's happened at the AFL. No advice coming from the War Cabinet, the Sports War Cabinet, none. Useless. because Jim's got his mind on other things, Mm. you know, how to get into the lower house, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas uh, the Man of Feathers... yes. Freeze himself after the twenty eighth, and there he is. Could help with anyone. Help with uh, help, Hamish McLaughlin, for example, or Hamish McLennan. Rugby union. Rugby union man. Hmm. Who's taken over. He's uh, the new Rugby Australia chair. Well, good luck with that. He's suggesting rule changes. Yeah. Well, how do you do that? I mean, it's an international code. I mean, <laughs> England's the... The laws of the game. The laws of the game. The laws of the game. Take some years. You can't just turn it into a big bash. <laughs> Like he did with the cricket. I mean, you know, he did that. It was terrific on 10. You know, the Big Bash people love that. Ah. But uh, turning rugby into, well, rugby union into Big Bash, big ask. Very big ask. Anyway, good luck with that, Hamish. Now, uh, Sebastian Vettel has retired, HG. Um, I never really liked the bloke,
2: no. I'd have to say. But he's not Verstappen.
0: Well, he had a touch of the Verstappens about him in his early days, didn't he? You had to raise that, didn't you? I did. You had to raise the name for Well, we're to a I free. don't know the bloke. I've never met the bloke. I don't <laughs> want to meet the bloke. I hate the bloke. But Sebastian Vettel, we sort of warned him a little bit, didn't we? We did. We Just, just a little bit once he uh, shook off that hint of Stefan. Yes, the That mean. blighted his the early career. The smear. The smear that he's... Mm. Well, he's going to have to bloody live with it. Isn't he? hmm Gonna have to believe it. Whatever I see the tell, I think Verstappen. And he's gonna have to wear that for the rest
1: of his life.
0: Make of that what you will.
1: Australians are considered the fairest, most honest, decent people on earth. Why? Because they embrace the ethos of the Australian Football League. Celebrated each week here on the bludge.
2: Yes, Roy, look, just a quick update. Warnie did sell a baggy green for yes, a million for the bushfire he relief. He did, earlier. the bushfire
0: relief. Yes. yes. God, have yes. forgotten the bushfire.
2: Do you reckon that was the only one he had? I'd like to think so. Oh,
0: I'd like to think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think he. I think his, his objection to the uh, the baggy green, the, mm. the diarrhoea as he calls it, yeah. uh, is to do with practicality and the fact that people like Steve Ward just go on and on and on about it. And yeah. it's, as he would probably often point out, he plays cricket, but that's not the only thing he does in his life. Sure. And so he's not Didn't a slave. did Channel
0: Nine to, have a sort of website, the Baggy Green? Website And did that
2: have merchandise on it? That's you could go and it?
0: buy a product, you know, yeah. if you wanted to buy a, I don't know. Like a picture a, a of signed a stump. Bat. A signed bat. A signed bat. A signed bat, yeah. You know, signed by, oh, I don't know, Travis Head. Travis Head is signed a bat. Yes, and you could get that at Green Baggy. If you want right. to, that'd be a real talking point in your office. Does
2: the BBL have that? You know, like uh, Big Bash
0: League. I yeah, I like they would. Brad
2: Hogg, a ball of Brad well, Hogg. They
0: yes, they probably would. Yes, it'd be you know put in a frame. But, and yeah, it'd
2: look good. And the authentication—we've yes, only made four hundred fifty
0: thousand of this. Yep, 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 stuff yep. like this. Yep.
2: Now. Look, obviously it's been a big week for football and football announcements and it's very hard to do them justice. But one thing that did come up is we knew about Project Apollo with the Rugby League, but less visibility have we given to the AFL Pathway Task Force. Now, we gave the head of the AFL a a real old-fashioned touch-up last week and I'm glad we did. I am too. Because it was a rocket right up the date and we lit it. It was timely. Timely. Yeah, he thought, hello, people are noticing that I'm just moving. I'm saying people. nothing. Yeah, saying nothing. That's right, yeah. like doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But now, this uh, AFL Pathway Task Force, a hell of a lineup of people. I know you were on it, who's yeah. uh, seconded because of your biosecurity expertise sure. and the fact that you don't tell secrets. No. Can you give us an idea of how together the AFL is compared with the rugby league?
0: Well, I'd have to say right from the off that the rugby league is light years ahead of, of the AFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, the AFL have really had their head in the sand. Um, they've just pretended that nothing is wrong, nothing's going on, nothing's different. You know, they, they ignored state boundaries. Mm. They assumed that they were bigger than the states, bigger than the premiers, mm-hmm. bigger, you know, they could just run roughshod over everyone was the view that the murderer had until he was brought down to earth by the West Australian Premier, by the South Australian Premier, by the Victorian Premier, by the New South Wales Premier, the Queensland Premier. You know, they just, you know.
2: Threw their hands in the air. Threw their hands in the air. What are you thinking?
0: This is not going to happen. No. This is not going to happen the way you've planned it. No. Because you haven't planned it. You've planned nothing. You come back to us when you've got a plan. Well, that's when hastily out of the blue came the Pathway Task Force, which was, you know, put together in half an hour... Out of desperation, I got the phone call saying, "Can you, you know, help out? Can you help out? Are yeah. you willing to add your name to this?" And all I said, "Well, yeah, if I can help, sure. If it yeah. helps, sure,
2: yeah. sure." But then you turned up to the meeting, and there yeah. was Eddie Maguire, Brendan yes. Favola, Sophie yes. Monk, Benji Marshall, Cam Smith, yeah. and of course, and Jeff a lot of Cameron. people that knew nothing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They didn't know what they were doing. They didn't know why they were well, there. They, they didn't have a Didn't know, have a clue.
0: Didn't what have what a clue. Was didn't have well, a clue. And it's as if the murderer can, you know, got this group of people together, knowing there was no expertise. Yeah. So he could continue to put his head in the sand and pretend nothing's going on. Yeah. And then then say with a straight face, oh, yeah, well, we've got the the, the Pathway Task Force going. Yeah, June the the 11th. June the 11th. It's going to happen. Yeah. Believe you me. What? (laughs) Now,
2: (laughs) you're asked to have a look at the players' homes. Now, I know last week we spoke a lot about the rugby league and what Mm -hmm. they've done with the protocols and how people are going to be tested several times a day. Yeah, twice a day twice a day and yep. sometimes even three times an hour yep. which obviously be more than twice a day but that's yep. the detail they're going to sure. and then you revealed that each house that you've been to had been installed with the hand sanitizer bath yes and people were spending a, a protocol yes. which enabled them to take off their clothes get in the bath bury themselves under the level of the bath yes so they were completely underwater immersed in hand sanitizer come out and have a shower, the and, shower. Yep. and then get dressed
0: yep. now how are things going in AFL land? There's it's a lot similar. of resistance. Resistance? A lot of resistance, HG. Um, I spoke with a couple of players that said to me, straight up, there's no way I'm going to hop in a sanitiser bath. I'm just not. You know, well, what do you do with that?
2: I know. How do you deal with I that? I know. You've so just little got little. to
0: say, well, I can't see you playing this year, old fella.
2: Yeah. Now, I was just thinking in cleanliness that mm. when you walk in, you know, obviously now because you've been doing a little bit, you've been to the homes a number of times. I think yes. you get to every home twice every week. That's it uh, for players yes. in rugby league. Yep. Now you've you've laid down the law, and there mm-hmm. have been improvements. There have been enormous improvements. Yes, but you've got a big job on the uh, AFL side. Yeah, because well, I'm not going to do
0: it because I can't go to the states anyway. Yeah, true. And just doing it over the phone, it's not the same. No, or Zoom. Because I, I or Zoom because I, I can't – their honesty is not being guaranteed. Yeah. You know, they say to me, oh, yeah, we're in the bath now, Roy. Well, no. Yeah, I know I they're not. The pictures. Now, when they come to the uh, Gold Coast, and yeah. I take
2: your points entirely at the top of the show, that the Gold Coast has not been a place, a happy hunting ground for any football code. Yeah. Remember when Clive Palmer owned a uh, – a football team, as in a world game team, there. I think it right. might have been called something United, Gold Coast United. Gold Coast United. Yes. Just went through the hoop after a couple of minutes. Yep. No, no discipline, no nope. structure, no, nope. no. No. Nope. You know, basic fundamentals not there. No nope. balls, nope. no nets up, nope. no nothing.
0: The lifestyle there, HG, is not compatible with discipline.
2: No. Now you come now to the possibility that you'll be asked mm. to have a look at basically two venues or yes. two areas, mm. the teams in the Victorian area, Melbourne basically, yes. and yes. then the teams on the Gold Coast. I yes. mean, that is a, that, dare I say it's the labour of Hercules This you've gotten mm. yourself into now mm. because it's all very well to go to the Gold Coast, but you've got three teams. Yes. Oh, sorry, sorry, you've got, teams. got now on, four interstate teams
0: coming plus, in. and two, plus l- the Suns. two
2: Well, the Suns and yeah, Brisbane, and of course. And
0: Brisbane, yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I know it's a it's a job for more than one, mm-hmm. and I explained this to the pathway people. Uh, didn't get any joy there. They just said, "Well, you're either doing it, or you or, you know no I, one, no I, one else can do it. No one else is ticketed." I said well, it was very easy to get ticketed. <clears throat> you know, you do it in fifteen minutes at the university. You know, Idaho, or, Idaho, or New Mexico, or wherever it you, was. Yeah. That's what you did. Yeah, that's what I did.
2: Now, get this. The AFL has extended a stand-down period mm. for the vast majority of its staff. You see, this is your problem you're running into. Yeah. No one's there. No one's You there. go to these clubs, there's no one there. There's that's a coach right. with yeah. a clipboard and a few players hovering around doing weights. That's right. Um, <clears throat> so telling them, the AFL telling them yesterday, they wouldn't be returning until September at least. Right. September. Mm. Uh, just over an hour before announcing the return on June the 11th, uh, the murderer had to deliver the bad news and hook up with the league staff. Yeah, right. So they're all on the phone or Zooming or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: You yeah. haven't got a job, bugger yeah. off. Yeah. They're originally been stood down till May the 31st due to the pandemic. It's understood mm-hmm. only a small number of staff will be working through uh, throughout the AFL season when play restarts on vastly reduced hours and pay. But the workload has gone incredibly up.
0: More for less. That's what's being asked. You know. More for less.
2: What worries me is players are going to start testing other players. Yes. Players are going to invent thermometers built in their sheds. Yes. You know, oh, yeah. look, it's 37.8 or whatever it's meant to be. Yeah. Look, i will yeah. stick it up his bum. Oh, yeah. no, 37.8. There it is. Yeah, that's right. You know, do you know yeah.
0: what I mean? Oh, or there'll no? be a lot of that. There'll be a lot of thermometers going where they're unwelcome. <laughs> <laughs> Won't they? All staff, especially <laughs> Especially around the Gold Coast area.
2: Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> See, your players are being relied upon to do the work that staff were doing beforehand. I know. They're
0: not ticketed. I know. They've got no idea. Where does this go? Yeah. <laughs> that's how it's going to be.
1: International champions who wished they'd played AFL. Big Ernie Els, Alex Hurricane Higgins, Tim Henman and Max Verstappen. This is bludging on the Blind Side. There's that name again. I don't know. get me started, I? I? know, I don't know. I know how that happened. <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> Total we mistake. We will never
0: play that bit of production again. No, it's gone. <laughs> Thanks.
2: Now, look, obviously things are changing I just worry about the change in circumstances in which we're playing football, yeah. all codes, yeah. and the desire to change the rules at the same time. Now, before you chime in here, mm. and I've got to ask, did you know about this before you took the job as the biosecurity no. expert? No, Because it, it does bring into account a lot of things, uh, you mm. know, which may be, you know, germane to yeah. work as the biosecurity. Yeah. Clubs have been warned that repeat six, again, infringements for professional fouls will see referees award penalties, allaying concerns that teams may deliberately give away repeat sets on their own line without the risk of giving away two two points in tight games. Now, <sighs> this is a very difficult thing. It's untried. Mm. I don't think any of the rugby league competitions in the world have it. No, they don't. Uh, it's completely subjective. Yes. Uh, and w- how big a problem is it, Roy? Yeah. How big a problem is it? Yeah. I mean
0: – Yep, yep. Well, for a start, you've got um, uh, just one referee –
2: well, that was the next bit I was
0: coming to. You know, so, so that makes it much more difficult and it's a judgment call. hmm And to me this is a green light, as I said to you privately, it's a green light for what I'd call penalty pullers to emerge in the game, your Tony Hearn types. No, so it's going to be run the ball up, you know, run the ball up four times maybe, sometimes five, and then get the penalty. Or the, or the six again because you've got your penalty puller always takes the ball up on the fifth tackle and draws the penalty uh-huh. or draws the infringement because that's what they're good at. And that's what coaches will be training people to do. And it wouldn't surprise me if Tony Hearn is brought in as, by, a, special. as a special coach, assistant coach, to coach in this manner. Mm. I, I mean, rugby league coaches aren't idiots. You know, Bellamy... The first person Bellamy is going to call when he heard that this rule was coming in would have been Tony Hearn. Tony, what are you doing? Can you come down and talk to the players? Mm. How did you do it? How did you do it? Let's look at some tape. Yeah. This is you in
2: action. Yes. The state of origin. Yes. Look at this. Yeah. Now, can I come to the... the, the, the Which uh, is a blight on the game,
0: HG. Nobody liked penalty pullers. No. They were no. hated. Yeah. Everyone hated Tony yeah. Hearn. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Especially in New South Wales. Now, repeat offenders will be
0: sin-binned. Sin-binned.
2: The same rule will apply to players who would commit a professional foul. Secondly, the NRL has given touch judges the power to... Oh, no. Oh, dear,
0: touchies, getting touchies involved.
2: Oh, Oh, this is a big mistake.
0: Oh, no. Remember the days, h when the touchy would come in holding a flag up and totally ignored for 20 minutes standing there? I mean, that's what it's going to return to because with one referee... You can't expect one referee to keep his eye out all the time, see what touch he's up to. You know, in he's AFL... too busy policing the penalty pullers.
2: Right. <laughs> of course, in the AFL, don't give that power to the ba- a boundary umpire because no. you'll have P- Bamford types yes. running on and pestering. Showboating.
0: Showboating. Showboating.
2: Alan Bamford was the biggest showboater on the line. He I was. Saw. Now. Touch judges are often seen barking orders from the sideline, but yes. they're rarely into the field to do so. Now, mm-hmm. the bunker has also been given additional powers, ordered to monitor rucks and assist the referees when there is a break in play. But the biggest change is the call to give the defending team the ball if the attacking team is seen to be deliberately playing for six again. Oh,
0: a penalty puller. Yeah, now. Uh, okay, so if a penalty puller is exposed. But this rarely ever happens, HG. You know, it's the same with, with, uh, with, with football, soccer. So many players... Deliberately draw a penalty or bung it on, pretend they've been tripped. To get the Does penalties, it ever go anywhere? Do you ever see penalties no. reversed? You don't. No. No. You're going to have the same effect. This 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 blight on the game. Now, then we get the thing about the bunker. Yeah. Tweet. The bunker. What's gets the involved. bunker gonna do? Yeah, exactly. Is there gonna be some sort of claxton horn or something? Wang, whang, whang. We're what? involved. You know, and, and then what? Tweet. Hold on, hold on, everyone. What's going on? You know, earpiece. What? Mm. Who? Mm. Oh,
2: no. Then we get to the thing about the uh, one, the one referee. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad to see the referees have commenced legal proceedings and will consider strike action. Oh, I always love this when referee really, referees go on strike. strike. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a boon to the game. Yeah. Not a blight amid uh, claims a shift down to one whistleblower will result in the NRL saving no more than $20 per minute in yeah. the game time.
0: Is the Fair Work Commission involved, HG? They will
2: be. Now, the Professional Rugby League Match Officials Incorporated, they I had a great time the <laughs> same the Professional Rugby League Match Officials Incorporated, the PRLMO. When did they come about? Well,
0: they, they've snuck up on us. How long have they been? I bet you meeting. They, they were formed earlier this week.
2: <laughs> now, <laughs> considering industrial action over the NRL's planned officiating changes, the PRLMO yes. believes the lack of consultation constitutes a breach of their enterprise bargaining agreement with that office and yesterday lodged a dispute notion with the Fair Work Commission.
0: So they're communists, aren't they? Obviously. Obviously, they're so- quite socialists in mm, our socialist. midst.
2: Mm. Referees. Saving $20 a minute.
0: Yeah. In the game. Yep. Now. Yep. Yep. Uh, You've got to say, is it worth it? Well, exactly. I mean, I, I didn't realise how. Most people would pay 20 bucks a minute, wouldn't they?
2: They would. They
0: would. I mean, this well, is maybe, just. Well, I don't know if most would, but some would. <laughs> now, I think about it. <laughs> to see two refs out there rather than. You know, embarrassing touches with flags and ha ha coming from the bunker and a 20 minute wait while they reset their tapes. I yeah. oh mean, God. Now,
2: can I ask, just as I know we've got the news to worry about, but I did want to get to uh, Sticky's comments. Oh,
0: yes. This uh, is the great, game's greatest thinker.
2: The game's greatest thinker, indeed. Yep. Now he came out and basically agreed with everything Volandes, uh wants to do. Really? Because he, even though he disagrees with it. Yes. This is his, his position.
0: So he disagrees with Velandis but supports everything he's doing.
2: I'll support what Peter and the commission are trying to achieve because I don't like the way our game is heading. Personally, it goes against what I think rugby league should be about. Whoa. What the way the game's heading is against Rugby what rugby league is all about. The game is heading down a path of becoming too defense-oriented and boring. Oh. That's sticky, the game's greatest thinker. That's a coach. Yeah. That's a coach, a person who has control over these yes. things talking. Yeah. He's saying he stuffs coaching by getting the players to play boring and defense-oriented. Defense-oriented. Dear. Now. We are very we are a very critical moment critical uh, moment, and we need to make the game more entertaining and future proof it for our next generation. Whoa, whoa, future proof more it. entertaining. Hang on with this. The rules we've just outlined. The bunker getting involved. Wow, wow, wow. People are
0: going to think that's the few touches with the flag. I mean, pure entertainment. For me, I love nothing more than a touchy running out. You know what's yeah. this about?
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, I'm sick of coaches getting what they want. That stick. Right, uh, because coaches will never have uh, the good of the game as their first priority.
0: Oh, hello! Uh, that's a big call. Maybe that's his philosophy. But most coaches I've known over the years have been very keen on very keen on making
2: the game better. There, there's way too much self-interest in this game. What's good for one club might not be good for the for the game. While Stewart has privately told Valandis he believes in a two referee system, he mm. threw his support behind the changes as the game's proud gro- brokers are moving towards eradicating wrestling and sport in the sport. Oh, dear. I mean, we're, we're, I mean, this is about a Sam Newman and his golfing. It complaints. is, isn't it?
0: Just as mad, <laughs> isn't
2: it? Yeah, but we've known that about Stick for ages.
0: Yeah, I didn't realise how mad Sticky had become, but holding those dual things in your mind at the one time, it's always. A difficult thing to do I agree with everything he says But I disagree with everything he says That's sticky isn't it <laughs> it's stick all over It must be Must, make it must difficult be hard for, Must be hard for the players If he's coaching them I want you to be defensive But attack Well I the, just want you to attack I just want you to defend mm. oh, You know what I mean mm. Players scratching their heads mm. You well, know well, No wonder the Viking clap Comes as a relief At least he's shutting up
2: as a coach in today's game you have to spend a large amount of your week in preparation working in preparation working on wrestling I mean, is that right? Wrestling. A large amount of your time each week.
0: Oh, oh well, there way. is a fair bit of wrestling. I mean, this is Bellamy, isn't it? The storm started the wrestling business. If you don't remember Cam grabbing the ears, all the, that sort of stuff. The TikTok work. The TikTok work. Yeah, one, one yeah, way, yeah, one the yeah, other yeah, way. Yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I saw a clip the other night. It was it's a, funny. A isn't it?
0: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Great, great entertainment. <laughs> Poor old player though. <laughs> I know suffering the TikTok of Sure, with ears, two ears <laughs> torn off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you don't, you're only... Disadvantage well, I'm all for your... weeding that out, that sort of stuff. Well, tassi- it's easy years. to say, no
2: tick-tocking. Yeah. Now, if you don't, you're the only disadvantaged team, this is about the wrestling, and your supporters, in not doing everything you can to win. It's become a necessary evil. Making changes is a good thing for all the kids out there buying headgear because of Kale Ponga. Oh, oh
0: no. Dear. Dear, dear, dear. Remember in the early days of Super League, HG. Remember that mm-hmm. blight on the uh, on the code, mm-hmm. where they tried to speed the game up. So, you know, they tried to implement you know no holding down. As soon as the, as soon as they call held, you got to get off, and if you don't get off instantly, there's a penalty. It became unworkable. I know. Well, these are unworkable. But these rules have never been tried. Because, we're talking about yeah, I know people love the the skill of slowing play down. <laughs> Don't they? They do. They, they love, pe- people love a, a terrific hit. You know, people love defensive work. Mm-hmm. People love a cover tackle. Mm-hmm. People love the second and third man in, especially in the opening few minutes of a State of Origin game. You know, the more in the better. Who can forget that time when the, the Kummels were playing England, Great Britain. You know, the fullback from Great Britain got the ball. Suddenly there were 13 Kummels all over him. That It was brilliant. That's what people want. That's entertainment. You know, touchies coming in from both sides, two referees not wah, knowing what to wah, do. Wah, wah, wah. The stop, bunker. stop, stop on the bunker, go back, go for, you know, brilliant. Mm. So it's a fine balance, isn't it? I agree with everything you say, I disagree with everything you say.
1: This is the Church of Football Redemption, lodging on the blind side, with the collection tray and a slab of fruit and nut. It's those lively lags and the double XL shorts, Roy Slaven and H.G. Nelson.
0: Uh, Roy, what have you got there on of things the... on the text here? Yes. One thing positive about the one ref approach is now that there's only one car to torch at the end of each game. I suppose that's something. <laughs> and secondly. Trev here, how about no ref? Have an artificial intelligence supercomputer oh! with 200 cameras and on-field sensors and call it the Hartley. Or the Gommasol. Or the Gommasol, oh, yes. I know,
2: that, wouldn't that be great? would give blues fans it, it something certainly to think about. It
0: would, wouldn't it? Now, great
2: ideas. They're excellent suggestions. Uh, if the text line, of course, is 0467 Now, Mark McClure... Well-known uh, Carlton player and uh, yeah. Grease Eminence in the broadcasting uh, community oh, yeah. Yeah. here says the AFL are only doing it for the cash. Really? They're only really starting because of the cash. He's he's furious with them. He's really? He thinks they've got to wait. He thinks that, we, you know, this half-baked idea of yeah. no crowds and all that, so I'm, I'm interpreting yeah. his comments because I haven't spoken to him at length. Yeah. He's been on grandstand today saying, you know, he doesn't think it's a good idea. Right. Now – could that be the case? Could the Rugby League be only... Uh, you know, well, your, your Rugby football?
0: League exists, say she, because very, very rarely are there crowds there. So it doesn't look unusual mm-hmm. to see, you know, an empty grandstand. AFL's slightly different. It might rely on crowd involvement more than we've suspected. Yes. More than we've known. Yes. So... I'd and, say without a crowd, they haven't got a product, and I think we touched on this last week. It was through under uh, McLaughlin, they haven't got a product. Yes, it was Razor
2: Ray Chamberlain who alerted us to this, and yeah. I think Jared Watley chimed in saying it was an inferior did. quality. Yes, inferior experience. quality.
0: That, that's right. Yes, yeah, right, but
2: mate. McClure, I think, is spot on the money. They're doing it for the money, but why? I mean, they've yeah. got
0: they got that uh,
2: half billion dollar loan. Well, I mean, that's true.
0: That's true. They don't have But, to but do it's it. like like anything HG. It's it's like the theatre. You know, go to see... If there's no-one no, no one in the theatre, if there's no-one there to watch the show, often you get a shocking performance.
1: What makes Australia great? Rugby league and bludging on the blind side. HG? Roy. Uh, yeah, look, uh, Ross has sent in
0: uh, some information, Actually, This harkens back to uh, the conversation we were having a couple of weeks ago about uh, interesting, interesting drinks that might have been prompted by the idea of... Uh, Drinking bleach or injecting yes, bleach.
2: Chirps yes. and milk. Turps and might, milk, yeah, yes, came starting. from the central
0: coast. Yes. Now, uh, this goes back a bit, HG, uh, to I want to say about the, start, the turn of the last century of a sly grog set up in Rockhampton uh-huh. with, that was in uh, inspected by the Mount Morgan police. Um, now, one special mixture known as Stone's Pick-Me-Up consisted of Flytox, you haven't thought of Flytox in a while. (laughs) Flytox, Kiwi boot polish and methylated spirits. Men congregated around the shop and drank this concoction and their condition afterwards was truly frightful. Now, Inspector O'Hara added that there was another drink which consisted of iodine, chloridine, spirit of salts, hot water and sugar. After the men had drunk these mixtures, they went absolutely mad. In some cases, tearing off their clothes and making the whole neighbourhood hideous with their behaviour. Wow! The um, the uh, chap cooking up the gear was uh, fined hundred pounds with five pounds three shillings and sixpence in costs. Right. So it was a very serious offence. Bootlegging back in the day, H. G. Was there a light?
2: Or full strength of these things, or it's just one brew?
0: No, just one brew. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Gee, I a, understand.
2: Yeah, a Sunday morning session. Yeah,
0: yeah mm. I, I guess so, yeah.
2: Look, um, I was going to say, uh, last week we dealt with a story concerning, um, mm. or maybe over the last couple of weeks, unless you've got more emails yeah. there. Um, <clears throat> we dealt with a session, sorry, we dealt with a problem of uh, the AFL playing matches in China. This is Obviously, COVID-19 has changed all this. It has. And... I think it was Mick Malthouse who came out and said the AFL's selling its soul. That's right. Now, uh, we talked about this for some time and then afterwards I thought, now, Mm. is Mick saying that as in, say, Robert Johnson, the famous guitar and blues singer, Mm. that he went to the crossroads at midnight and met the devil and sold his soul to the devil to make him a good guitar player and a good blues performer? Yeah. Is that what Mick's saying, as in you go to China Mm. Mm. and you sell your soul for the money to make the code
0: yeah. Isn't this what you'd call Correct. a Faustian bargain? Correct.
2: Correct. A well, Faustian
0: bargain. That's what the AFL is doing in China. That's the suggestion. That's that's what he's suggesting. He's,
2: he's suggesting that. that. Now, no. AFL great mm-hmm. Dermot Breton has slam- slammed Port Adelaide chairman David Kosh mm-hmm. for being a bully yes. and says the TV personality showed the game his worst side when he hit out at Mick Malthouse. You can see where this is coming from. Yeah. Kochy being in charge of Port Power yep. obviously thinks going to China is terrific, terrific and the Aussie bok choy yes, and, yes. and wines and everything's going great. Yep. yep. And of so course, Dermot
0: makes- is. Pro-China.
2: No, no, no. Dermot is slamming Koshy. Oh, slamming Koshy! Slamming Koshy! Right, so he's... uh, Right, okay. Now, as we mentioned, coaching legend Mick Malthouse Mm -hmm. last week urged the AFL to boycott China because of the country's handling of coronavirus. Now, Mm -hmm. what worries me, Mm -hmm. it's prompted... Kosh ins- this strike back, to insinuate Malthouse's stance is bordered on racist with the power chairman reaffirming the club's commitment to the AFL foray into China in scathing response. If Mick Malthouse made a comment on footy, I'd give it a glancing look, but when it comes to China, absolutely zero relevance, whatever. it's up, If it was up to Mick Malthouse, he'd bring back the White Australia policy. Now, I don't want to get involved Whoa. in this. But can I point out, uh, when it comes to bagging people, you mm-hmm. know, I, I just ask, uh, Dermy to leave it to us. Yeah. I mean, it's just been tremendous what David Kosh has done for the Port Power, yeah. for Alberton, for the, obviously, sure. the prison bars, jumpers, everything there. Yeah. It's just been great. The teal, everything. It's yeah. just been fantastic. It's just been a wonderful, wonderful ride. The fact they haven't made the finals recently, well, that's neither here yeah. nor there. Yeah. Can't have everything. But, you know, Koch has just been great. And I will not have people like Dermot Brereton bagging no. David Kosh. No. No. It's, it's just
0: it's, wrong. It's unedifying.
2: Unedifying, especially at this time of crisis. Yeah. We've got there June well, the 11th. We
0: should have all shoulders to the Exactly,
2: during the 11th. Well, know, I don't
0: care if you... But have... actually, this is what happens when you have no leadership. I
2: know. I know. These are freelancing out yeah. there. clubs up in these same wars. Yeah. People are hating each other's guts. Aussie That's boxer, what happens. Jing stadium. Yes. All, yeah, no
0: leadership. No leadership. They need to put it down and put There's a marker. There's no clear AFL position in its in, in its attitude towards China. See, this should... Uh, McLaughlin, the murderer, should have been right out ahead of this. Snuff this right out I hadn't and either come to a position one way or another. He could have been diplomatic and say, well, the COVID, it's forced us to re-evaluate reassess it. and reevaluate. Yes. Let's just allow cool heads to consider. Look what
2: happens in rugby league. That's leadership. Look what happens in rugby league. Yeah. Ricky Stewart disagrees entirely with yes. everything Pritif Volandis has done. That's right. Yet he goes along with it for the good of the game.
0: Well, that's right. Here we have... But George from Lakelands is suggesting that Sticky is to Volandis... As Pence is to Trump. Whoa. Whoa! That's a big goal. Give us that again. Sticky as Volandis. Is to Volandis what Pence is to Trump.
2: Right. Whoa. You see, speaking on Fox Footy Live, Brehren said Kosh had overstepped the line and shown the AFL community unflattering side of himself. I mean, I've never heard anything like this before. No. Now, when it comes to the problem of moving teams from WA and South Australia up to yep. the Gold Coast, yep. surely that should take precedence over this, you know, yep. this rabbit hole stuff
0: that's, right. that's going
2: on in the background. Yep. 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 We saw the light and shade. We saw the best and worst of Koshy on the weekend. He's a fantastic bloke, wonderful for our entire football community. But he can, he can give us that sort of light. But I was really disappointed with his comments on the. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Well, we know where he stands.
0: We know where he stands. Mm. Um, now, <clears throat> Matt from Albury's been in touch, HG. Matt says, oh, Matt. Um, uh, I was born and raised in the Albury-Wodonga area. By how
2: lucky is Matt? That's we're, a terrific area. Beautiful
0: part of the world. Yeah. I think it,
2: the Matt? Storm are training at the
0: Albury Tigers. Well, Tiger he's right? talking about that. He says they, the Storm, chose wisely, in my opinion, the Siesta Resort in Lavington. <laughs> now, I don't know the Siesta
2: Resort. No, but
0: Lavington's a big uh, sort of satellite area
2: <clears throat> yes. connected with Aubrey. It's yep. great.
0: The siesta is a landmark of the area that features very comfortable rooms, concrete Mexican statues of bandidos. Uh, a ripping steakhouse, steakhouse called the Bull Ring, but most importantly Mexican paraphernalia are scattered around the place. You mean like hats, sombreros, so, yes, tortillas and yeah, burritos? Yeah, 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 yeah. Those, you know... Bullets in oh, your bandoleros, bandolero style. Yeah, be all that. He says, I among all the, all the old Boorians will be sad to see the storm leave and wonder whether the storm could adopt a Mexican theme for the rest of their two twenty campaign. That'd be something. A me- well, see, that's entertainment, it? isn't I know. it? And they're south of the border. Get it? Yes, it that's what he goes feet. on to say. That right. Great insight. And how about some of those Viva is a part of Moe's? Moe's, yeah, yep, and, yep, um, yep. And that beer they drink with the lime in it or whatever you – Oh,
2: that yeah, sort of well, that might be Corona. Yeah. You know, getting a bit close to I
0: know, problems. I know, but it's what germane. It's, it's in what the – It's in
2: the ether. It's in the ether. Yeah. And they could talk, say, Vamanos <laughs> muchachos," stuff like that, a couple of <laughs> phrases of Spanish.
0: Yes, and they'd be eating tortillas. and They certainly would. All, <laughs> chilies. Yeah, I know. Well. You know,
2: that it would be, be rampant fantastic.
0: Gastric throughout the storm.
2: Entertainment <laughs> is just great. I mean, is that the is that things that you think should come in now?
0: Yeah. Oh what well, there I mean? you add. Yeah. Well, I'm just. Well, this I hadn't is, thought of it these are some Mac- ideas for Hamish McClellan to take to ah, Union, which is looking a bit stitched up already. Now, uh, Pete from Wollongong, he says, "I've spent the week mulling over gullible people." He says you find it hard to believe, you know, cults, religion, bubble, rugby league. To solve a problem, all these things need to be combined. Rugby league needs to become an official religion. All income can become tax deductible. Everybody who works for rugby league becomes A-class and can do as he or she please. Nobody can question what rugby league does. It's all about faith. Mm. That's an interesting thought, isn't Mm. it? Rugby league as a faith. As a faith. Yeah, so yeah. What,
2: what, do you, what do you, you know, is your... What are your beliefs? I believe yeah. in
0: six tackles. Yeah, yeah. I believe in defence. Yeah. I believe in attack. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Two extra yeah. for the conversion? Yeah, I believe, in, conversion. I believe in
0: 13. Oh. 12 apostles plus the head man. I mean, there's something to build on there, oh, isn't
2: there? <laughs> it? There certainly is.
0: And certainly the ethos, you know.
2: Yeah. You know, step up and get a go step to have a go. Step up and get a go to have a go, yeah. <laughs> that's right, ball handling. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> anyway. anyway.
2: That, that is, gee, I wish he had, I'd love to know what he's thinking about this week. Gullible yeah. people.
1: gullible people. He says it's a win, win, win. The greyhound industry questions the French submarine deal, the issue of fracking, and the financial health of our universities. This is Bludging on the Blind Side on ABC Radio. Now,
2: speaking of having too much time on your hands to think about things, this uh, this story's been bubbling under for a while. and. Uh, you know, AFL supremo Eddie Maguire has launched an astonishing attack on the Corns family and even South Australians accusing them of denigrating AFL and VFL. <whistles> now... See, no leadership. I know. See, yeah. sort of the mice will play. Yeah when yep. the cat's silent yep. etc so what happened is a while ago there was a conversation about what's the greatest mark of all time and obviously the Collingwood presidents came in response to the outspoken corn's assessment that Jeselenko's iconic 1970 grand final mark was overrated you can see him now can't Whoa. you next generation yeah you know finishing up playing gets a job in the media has to big note, has yep. to get a bit of traction, mm-hmm. eyeballs, stickies, all yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, just to bag anything he likes. So, so. he's come
0: out and said something stupid.
2: Yeah. He says it's overrated and wouldn't be in his top 50 grabs of all time. Top 50? It's a big call, isn't Whoa, it? okay. Now, speaking on well, footy. Well, fighting words.
0: They're fighting words I know. for someone like Eddie.
2: Well, speaking on footy classified, Maguire had a fair bit to get off his chest. Did and in And an entire state was in the firing line. I'm sick of South Australians and particularly the Corns family denigrating anything that good that's come from v- 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 VFL and AFL. Anything good. <sighs> right. You know, anything yeah. good. Like... Three umpires, then four umpires, then mm. the boundary, etc. Mm-hmm. You know, anything good. Come on, Kane, mate. <clears throat> that's like saying the Mona Lisa is just a painting. Well, it is in a way, isn't it? <laughs> it's like saying the Statue of David is just sculpture. It's like saying Shakespeare was a playwright, just a playwright. Right. He's thought this through, hasn't he? I'll tell you why. It's the greatest mark of all time because 121,696 people were seeing Collingwood kill Carlton at that stage until Jezza took the mark and then framed the biggest comeback in the history of the game in the most seminal match ever played. Big call. Oh, that is a big call, isn't it? Big call.
0: Yeah.
2: It put uh, my club uh, away for 20 years. Jezza's mark and the rest of the game was stuff of folklore. It was just why kids of my generation said Jezza every time they jumped for the ball. Come on, Kane. You've got to feel... You've got the feel of a tax order there. Yeah. Imagine that.
0: Yeah. Did Cornsy get back at him at all?
2: Well, wait a minute. Oh. The sense of occasion of a parking inspector and the sense of romance of a Tinder data. Mm. Corns responded to Maguire's comments. I don't really disagree with anything Eddie said other than the fact that where, where he said it, it's the greatest uh, mark of all time. The occasion, the moment, what it means to AFL football, the kids running around saying, Jesse, you beauty, that's all true.
0: Oh, okay. So he's uh, walked it back a bit. He's walked it back he's a bit. But I back. got the
2: feeling is that mm-hmm. no matter what people said, he still wouldn't make his top 50.
0: Yeah, right. Okay, um, so he's a bit of an idiot in that regard.
2: Well, he did produce, I, I was watching. Do a uh, lot of people hate his guts? Oh, God, people hate his
0: guts. Of course they do.
2: <laughs> the name Corns, Graham Corns, don't get me started on Corns, the family, the whole lot of them. As much as Verstappen? Well, no.
0: not no, as Verstappen. No,
2: I'm quite happy to talk to Corns because we just <laughs> recognize it's show business. But for Steppin, yeah. like you, I don't want to know the bloke. if he nope. walks in here. I'm walking out. I'm that's telling it you it
1: that for a fact now. Yeah. That's
2: but it. But what I find difficult is <clears throat> people mm. do hang on to things because it meant something to them. Yeah. In other words, you know, you know how I took a mark on the day I got engaged. That yeah. Sort of, thing. yeah, you know, I yeah. always remember it because I was just about to say, Will you? Will and then he took this took great the mark and I and it, yeah. lost my mojo, <laughs> still not married.
0: That sort yeah. of thing. <laughs> well, that is a life changing mark,
2: yeah. <laughs> so, do you understand what I mean? I or, do, you know, I got uh, you know, I, was, I had a car praying on the way home, yeah, but I, because I was thinking of the mark and I was, you know, I was going through it, they were playing highlights on the radio, and I thought, Oh, I can see it now, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that sort of thing,
0: yeah. Yeah, yep. So,
2: I mean, they do, people are attached. I mean, I do think that, you know, people take amazing marks and speaking of how the Collingwood player took a mark a couple of years ago which was easily mark of the year but he didn't get it. So mm. people judge these things in a different way.
0: They they do. They, they do. All these aesthetic judgments, that yeah. they are subjective. Subjective. That's and that's, right. that's the point you're making, isn't it? Thanks that, that very it much. It depends on your emotional... Contribution. Contribution. Or the emotional at, state you're in at the time. Exactly. You know, if, if you're uh, you you're know, if you're in a terrific mood, you see that Jezalenko mark, it makes you feel better. But if you've got the hump, uh, you see the Jezalenko mark and you think, oh, I wouldn't wipe my bum with it. You know yeah. what I mean? It depends on
2: you. I can tell you, Collingwood people would be in the latter camp. Yeah,
0: they would. Yeah. They would. And, of course, remember. That's called co- prejudice, though. <laughs> That's prejudice. Someone <laughs> is suggesting, HG, that Mick Malthouse is the Arthur Caldwell of the AFL. That's someone with a sense of history, isn't it? Someone else is suggesting Mick Malthouse is actually a student of Confucianism, i.e. the ox is slow, but the earth is patient.
2: Oh, yeah. I don't apply, know what we make of that.
0: How does that apply to football? I don't know. But I'm glad I wasn't thinking that when I saw Jezza take that mark. I would mm. have hated it. <laughs> right. Now, of course, the whole thing of it is the mm. historic
2: significance of the game, the poise of the, the yeah. moment that, where it happened, yeah. the fact that somebody said, had the wit to say, Jezalenko, Link, you beauty?
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: You know, see, that's where, you know, I would say that often today callers, you know, Bruce and BT and them, Mm. you know, say too many words.
0: They do, they do. Too many
2: words. Look, Jess your beauty sums up a whole
0: match. It does. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, you know, gold, gold, gold. I know, what more do you want? What more do you want? You don't need Mm. anything else. It says it all. It says it all. It says, Mm. you know, well, someone's won gold.
2: Now, can I ask, Mm. does this, are we looking at these things emerging? So when Bruce
0: says clever. Or special. Special. Mm. Special. Special, yeah. clever. Yeah. I love that.
2: Or right. Twisting, turning, yeah. turning, twist- twisting. twisting, oh, turning, I love turning, that. Oh, oh, I, love yeah. that. Yeah, I know, who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't? Now, uh, do you think all these things are bobbing up because there's no footy on?
0: Well, all these things are bobbing up, H- HG. So I've, it's been the theme of today's program. The theme of
1: today's show, yeah.
0: No leadership.
1: Australian women swimmers have won more gold medals than Aussie blokes. Imagine our medal tally without Dawn, Libby T, Lethal Leasel, Lorraine Crap, and Madam Butterfly. They held their heads high and saluted down the deep end. Forgotten by some, but still on the top step of the podium on bludging on the blind side. Yes, I I did think uh,
2: Mick here um, got it pretty right when he was comparing AFL 40 to the Mona Lisa. The Statue of David and Shakespeare.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a man with too much time on his hands, isn't it? Because you know it's it's, it's, con,
2: it's a confection. But, well, the trouble is, can I point out yeah. that he's saying that uh, Mona Lisa's Statue of David and Shakespeare, they've been there a fairly long time. They have. In the firmament. They have. Now, Jesus Mark... Yeah,
0: 1970. It's yeah, got a way to go. It does
2: have a. Anyway, now look. And you
0: get the feeling that if you showed, uh, if you showed Eddie the Mona Lisa, you'd think, oh, yeah, it's all right.
2: Mm. It's a painting. It's a painting. Mm. David's a statue. Yeah. Now we're back to uh, a bit of loot. Yeah, a bit of loot. One arm's
0: bigger than the other, isn't mm. it? <laughs> Why didn't he make it? Yeah. Mm, How come she's cross-eyed? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: now, look, um, the second prize, a uh, bit more loot and bludging on the blind side to go. Yeah. Now, th- we're back to form here because uh, this is the, uh, the 20th anniversary gift of, of uh, you know, the week part, should, should I say, the Dream Week 1, the yeah. Dream Week 2 oh, yeah. in the shrink wrap uh, cellophane. Yeah, okay. collector's played. item. Collector's item. Yep. Yeah, I've seen some of these trade up to as much as four dollars oh, yeah. on eBay. I oh. mean, eBay suffered a lot, but sure. this, I have seen this trade in the golden period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, who knows? You know, you might get it now, put it away, not think about it, and then all of a sudden, it's worth six ann- bucks. Yeah, exactly. The twentieth anniversary <laughs> is honest. Might be worth upwards of five dollars fifty. <whistles> so, some listener yeah, can answer yeah, the following put that question. in
0: your super and smoke it. Yeah. Now the question is HG. Now this goes back to uh, an email we received uh, concerning a case in Rockhampton at the turn of last century, mm-hmm. uh, where a sly grog merchant uh, was putting out his own, you know, the phytox, the kiwi boot polish, and the methylated spirits. That's the one everyone wanted. And that's the one. Where that was you, the big movie. Yeah, where you tear your clothes off and stick a newspaper up your date and set fire to it. And run around the neighbourhood. That's it. <laughs> yeah, <don't laughs> it's a real winner, a <laughs> crowd pleaser. Now, okay. Inspector O'Hara who charged this bloke, and what was the fine? How much was the sly grog seller in Rockhampton fine? Uh, who are we talking to? Uh, we're joined by Brian, who's joining us from Federal in the ACT. How are you there, Brian? Um, I'm quite good there,
3: Roy, but I'm actually Federal New South Wales, uh, Byron Shire.
0: Ah, oh, wow. Yes, you
3: know, in the beautiful hinterland of Byron Bay. Oh.
2: Do you get mail sent to the ACT looking for you?
3: Uh, no, not often. the uh, the The postcode is a a two post two four. I understand. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I
3: think that that's you know since they brought in the postcode, I think they've been able to maintain the uh, the, the postage a lot better than the old days. You know, and why um, was the area it?
0: called Federal? Is that near where Parks made his Federation speech? Is that the thinking? Look, I think
3: the uh, the local hall here has got. Um, 1895, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, so I assume that in that area, I think the area used to be called Zasper, and they changed the name to Federal because I assume the Federal Federation movement was happening at the time. It was. Uh, and um, so, you know, here we are, Federal. Mm. Um, <clears throat> oftentimes you can fit Federal into a lot of things. We've got a FBI, the Federal Blues, uh, Federal Blues Club, sorry, Federal Blues Incorporated, right? Our local band. Um, so you know,
0: if federal fits in for a lot of things, you see. it, uh, it, 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 it does. And is the is the council widely respected? <laughs> oh, we're talking Byron Council. Oh, it's ah. part of Byron Council, ah. Oh, yes. well. Uh, well, you
3: know, it's, it's a, you know, I don't know how many councils in. Australia are actually respected. Ah, fair enough. I'm, I, I'm, I'm safe to say that Byron's not one of them. Right. You know, it's just, uh, it's, you know, the, the, the constant battle between developers and uh, yes. and the environmentalists amongst yes. us. Yes. So, now, can
2: I ask, is there, is there a breakaway movement from the Byron Council or the Byron Shire in the federal, you know, obviously <laughs> meeting in the hall under the cover <laughs> of darkness and knock three times and whisper low, that sort of thing? <laughs>
3: Well, look, I, I really don't think that there's going to be enough of a population base to, to sort
0: of sustain it. Right. Um, look, look. Well, Hutt I'll,
2: River I'll Province just... did it on about three, I think. Yes. So you would be able to, you know, you might get a few more than <clears> that. Oh,
0: you're talking about secession, like Prince Leonard. Well,
2: I just choose, chose that as an example of a jurisdiction yes. in Australia with not many people
0: in it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, look,
3: we, we would we would love to have, like, a, a federal federal Shire Council, we yes. Federal Shire Council. It'd have a certain ring to it because it certainly people would. People would, people would se- tend to think that was a central part of Australia when you talk about a federal Shire Council. Yes. But unfortunately, we're stuck with you know Byron, you know of
2: all yes. places. Can I ask, uh, do you have a, a cultural um, community there? As in, if you had the federal theatre. Um, oh yes,
3: we 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 have we have a federal film club. Oh, hey, we have. Uh, is there a
0: school uh, of arts?
3: Have, there is a federal school of arts. In fact, the, the hall yeah. that is, re, which, which in a few years ago was taken over by the uh, by the community purchased mm-hmm. from that ridiculous institution, the Anglican Church, who were just trying to get rid of it during the, the, the last financial crisis in right. two thousand eight one. Yep. And so the community bought it, but that was called the federal school of arts. But now mm-hmm. we've just turned it back going back and a
0: 100-and-a-bit years to Jasper Corner. Jasper so, Corner. Well, it yeah. sounds like Federal has a tremendous amount of history. I mean, we're going oh. back to 1895, HG. That's oh. That's got to stand for something. Yeah,
2: well, the hall was built there. They the must hall have had a population it, around the around area. Around there, earlier good. than that.
0: Exactly. I don't think I'm thinking fun. maybe this area was one of the, you know, sure, Cook arrived and had a look about. Did he call into Federal at all? Is there any evidence... That banks and uh, and and Cook waddled about federal at all? Well, look, I,
3: look. There's no, there's no absolute evidence. No, but you know the, he was going up. He went up. I know he went past Point Danger, which is just a little bit further Point up. Danger, to, yeah. Point, Point Danger, up, between, yeah. Point Danger, of course he did. yeah. Between the Tweed River there. So look, and Mount Warning, of course, he saw. He
0: did. And Mount Warning can can be seen from parts of federal. The, wow. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Well, so, there you, you, know, well. know,
3: you know where there's a bit of a triangulation there. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he probably sent a few blokes and said, "Have a look out that way." And
0: you know, wouldn't have surprised it, me if he went himself.
3: Yeah. No, of course not. Of course not. But
2: and you know, you here, know just the uh, you know the federal community. Do they have a focus and annual get together, like maybe a federal fight? Mm. Or a federal festival, or is it largely left up to you know? Uh, well,
3: yeah, we 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 in fact do H two. We have the federal park party. Good. It happens in about I'd say September October every year. We get a lot of stalls. We mm-hmm. have we have a uh, in, amongst other things like yeah, the passing competition, of course. Yes.
0: Uh,
3: you know we have. Uh, is there a, a back
0: back to federal day for people who've gone away and want to come back and remember?
3: Well. I think a lot of the people that went away probably have stayed, stayed away. away, yeah, you know it's just one of those things I mean it's one of the, a lot of people say around here once you leave once you leave federal, you're going nowhere
0: you know? <laughs> you're going so, nowhere yeah,
3: oh, yeah, so, is,
0: yeah. well
2: Brian, boys, we could no. talk about your neck of the woods all day, but let Roy had a question and have a swing at
0: it now, the slow grog seller from Rockhampton um who cooked up the flytox, kiwi boot polish, and methylated spirits? Yeah. Yep. Now, what was the fine issued to him? Can you recall, well,
3: Brian? It, it, it was it was a hundred quid. Yep. Plus plus court costs, and now look, I was a bit I was a bit dim on the court costs, but it was around about four pounds
0: three shillings, wasn't it? Not look. bad. Five pounds three yeah. shillings and sixpence. Uh, yeah, that's excellent. But that's excellent. Yeah. Yes,
2: any, sir, I mean, I could ask, you know, Sly Grog in the federal area, is there any evidence that people are on the turps and milk or, you know, uh, brewing well, up look, in the backyard? What, there's,
3: you know, uh, on- there, look, there's plenty of home brewing. You know, uh, good. Oh, home beer. brewing, good. Yes. You know, yes. you know, you know Staten and Wood just started up down the road and they get all their, they get all their recipes from the federal fact. Fair enough. Well, Brian, Uh, look,
2: we'll get these the Dream Week 1 and the Week 2, the Mm -hmm. uh, In the Shrink Proof, uh, Never Played, uh, celebrating obviously the Sydney Olympics of 20 years ago. And, uh, Brian, thanks very much for being part of uh, Bludging on the Blind Side. And, yeah, well, who knows?
1: An Australian confused by the terms multi, pick the score, first try scorer, or pick the margins? bludging on the blind side provides a free helpline service. Dial one eight hundred Backdoor Benny and make an appointment for the whole family. Ah, uh, yes. Uh,
2: one thing that's um, interesting is, um, you know, you worry about. The problem of AFL players, and I know they're not allowed any contact. I think the mm. rugby league, should I say, the rugby league mm. players are allowed contact from Monday. That's right. And I think they're allowed contact in modified forms, and the mm. AFL, some teams I don't think will be allowed contact until three days before oh, wow. the bounce. So that's a
0: disadvantage, isn't it?
2: So they won't be allowed contact till about no. the 7th of June or the 8th of June.
0: Right. so there's going to be a lot of injuries, HG. I think so. A lot of injuries. And, of
2: course, they're not allowed to have reserve teams because it costs too much to move them around. Yes. And, you know.
0: Yep. So yep. it'll
2: be skins v shirts a lot of the time. A
0: lot of the time, yeah. Or we can only field, you know, 18 players or we can only field 10 yeah. this week. Yeah,
2: 10. Now, some teams will get down to that. Oh, I know. It's, I, have they thought it through? They haven't. No leadership. Now, uh, this has got to do with F1. Mm. So speaking – uh, this concerns uh, George Russell. Mm. Uh now, he's developed this thing called the Egyptian mummy neck plank to uh, get himself fit right. because, as you know, in F1, the forces on the neck are phenomenal. They yeah. Are. You know, several G. I, they are. I know I think uh, – We spent
0: a bit of time with Martin Brundle a few years we ago, if you recall, and we, we discussed did. his exercises that he has to do for his neck
2: Heck, yeah. or back in the day when he was – You know, I've always got had the feeling that it held Mark Webber back yeah, the DNF maestro from Yeah. Queenbeam, yeah. that he didn't just have—he was a bit weak, weak necked. <laughs> That's right, weak necked. Yeah, uh, he could do it okay in a cart, you know, like in a go kart oh, yeah. or something like that, or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. some of your funny cars, you know, sure. top fuel door slammers, all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, when even came, as a cabbie, he, if, it's good. <laughs> now, speaking from his home in England, Russell, this is uh, George Russell, revealed that aside from sim racing, you know, obviously, you know on his computer, Mm -hmm. building his own home gym, learning how to cut his hair and doing gardening. He's been training hard to get himself ready for the first Grand Prix Prix this year, later Mm -hmm. this year, Mm -hmm. but conceded that however much he he and his fellow drivers trained, the first few race weekends would still be incredibly hard physically. Now, this comes to the point we were talking about with our footy
0: players. Yes.
2: You can't duplicate... Match experience. No, you can't can't duplicate. No matter how hard you go, you're never going to clock. I mean, the Collingwood players are never going to flatten each other the way they're going to flatten the Carlton
0: players. That's right.
2: Yeah. Now, the lockdown just gives myself a chance to nail my fitness even more, said mm. Russell. But I think uh, for all of us, it's going to be incredibly hard. You can train as much as you want, but you mm. obviously lose race fitness or match fitness. Mm-hmm. Running around the garden doing the weights in the gym is not the same as driving at 200-mile-per-hour uh, around Silverstone, and that G-force is going to hit us hard that first practice session when we get back. I just hope pl- uh, players, drivers, yeah. don't black out.
0: No. That can happen. Well, of course it can happen. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. I, like I said, I'm doing everything prepared for that moment. Now, mm. the Egyptian mummy, mummy plank is he's mm. got his uh, arms crossed in front of his, on, on the top of his chest. Yes. And he uh, holds that completely, you know, vertical mm. until his offsider comes along and leans him out. Okay. So he stays completely plank-like. Ah,
0: so yeah. he's he's uh, self-cantilevered. Self-cantilevered—that's exactly right. Mm. It's very different. It's great for your stomach yeah, strength, your core, right. your core Threaten. strength, and your neck, and your neck.
2: You're being held by the neck. You are. So you've got to keep the plank strength. That's in the right.
0: Neck. I That's mean, right.
2: Imagine that. that...
0: Does you ever get anyone to when you get into that plank, stuff You you cantilevered. Get someone to walk on you up the slope. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because wow. that's what we used to do. You know, go, you know grass you say, come on, Blase, we're going to walk the plank. Now, come on, you, you're you, a plank, you're not. You're a plank, you're not. You're a plank, you're not. You know, off we go, we'd plank up. Next thing you know, you'd have someone a fight and break out and that's how you got match fit.
1: The World Boxing Federation is committed to the development of the quantum computer, supports astronomy and believes in rational debate. No other sport has made such commitments. This is Bludging on the Blind Side on ABC Radio.
2: Yes, uh, Roy. Your people are responding to the uh, information out of
0: federal, are they? Well, yes. Uh, someone was wondering, HG Idly, whether uh, whether Alex Jezelenko, Jezre, ever got to f- to uh, to federal in the seventies. I don't know. There's, <laughs> there's no evidence. There's certainly not any evidence. There's more evidence that Cook was there, I think, than. Cheers,
2: Remember, of course, I think the uh, current Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, Mm. suggested that they would reenact the round Australian Oh, yes, they were, yeah. And make 39 stops. Yeah, was Federal one of them? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Now, Mm. there would be a tidal creek around there, which you'd be able to get the Endeavour up. Sure. And then you might be able to walk for a day. I don't think it's that far far away from the coast. uh, And um, really have a go. And this Mm -hmm. raises a question. We had that idea of... On the October the twenty fifth of the mm. Endeavour, mm. making its final stop at uh, Mooney Valley. Mooney Valley. Yep. Now, what has happened with all of this? I know I know, I raise this question idly because I'm not expecting you to come up with an answer. No. But is the boat going around Australia as Cook did all those years ago?
0: No one's seen it. No one's seen no one knows where the new Endeavour is. And can I ask leadership again a question? <laughs> well, it is a question of leadership. Someone, John C, is suggesting that Federal was full of heroin in the 1980s. I didn't know that. Well, most of Australia was full of heroin in the 1980s. I, I think it was. That, you know. I don't. Didn't they sure do a, a series about this Blue Murder?
2: Blue Murder, and then they had
0: Underbelly. I'm sure half Underbelly. of Underbelly shot in uh, Federal. Yep. Well, that's well, something for Skid Marks to look at because I think Nine has the Underbelly franchise. They could do a series set in Federal, couldn't they? Underbelly, the federal story. Yes, the federal story. Wow. That would fantastic. You know, opening scene, I reckon Cook was here. No, he wasn't. Yeah, I reckon Cook came here. You know, things yeah, get a little bit heated, someone gets shot. Yes, because
2: they misunderstood. They yeah. thought Cook was a standover man for one of the drug darts. <laughs> That's right. He's the, here. the great mariner. That's right. Yeah. So, 250 years ago. Oh, okay. Now, what did you make of this um, story? And we might not be able to, because this is a big story, might not be able to get all this in. Yeah. The allegation that uh, Vijay Singh is a complete
0: turd. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're fighting words, aren't they? <laughs> now. A lot of people have had the hump with Vijay for a while. He used to be a... Um, he used to be on the top ten, really, didn't he? Yeah. Very successful golfer. Yeah, he was. Yeah, but he was a bouncer, I think, in an earlier incarnation.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So he uh, has been blasted as the CT mm. by a fellow golfer who accused the Fijian of hijacking lesser players' paydays. Now, this is a bit elaborate, mm. but the field for the Corn Ferry Challenge mm. at TPC Sawgrass in Florida, mm. soon to be relocated to Federal on the New South Wales East Coast, uh, has yet to be finalised Though an early list of participants serviced on Twitter and, you know, three-time PGA Major Champion VJ Singh is amongst them. Now, right. the Corn Ferry Tour, the KFT, yep. is traditionally for golfers who have yet to qualify the, for the PGA Tour. Yeah, strugglers. And sing. And remember, of course, this idea came up in tennis recently. Yeah. That, uh, you know, that the... Those that have been
0: earning... Between
2: 300 and 500 yep. should have some help. Yeah. Yep yep anyway yeah now he the people say uh, that uh, singers earned hundred million 109 million mm. that's Australian dollars yeah. in his career earnings did not go and notice this entry did not go right. and notice right. uh, by fellow but isn't golfers. it up
0: to the organizers to say well VJ it's, it's you know this is below beneath you man
2: <laughs> beneath your man
0: beneath your right. man you know move on play somewhere else now Brady Schnell gone gone <clears> and look after a door somewhere dude <laughs> Try and improve your long game, buddy.
2: <laughs> now, have you dragged the bag for a kid yet? <laughs> he said, uh, it, uh, Brady Schnell decided uh, called Singh selfish and complete CT." Yeah, and elaborated uh, further on why Singh's participation in the tournament was immoral. Right. Do you know how much those points and money could do for a young kid? Yeah, he's, he's cause
0: can change your life. Exactly, change can change your life. life. Yeah. Now, whereas, whereas, you know, VJ's, he, he doesn't need any more enjoyed, money. Yeah, he doesn't need it. and the, He's just there trying to block some other kid coming through. That's he, all.
2: He's got his money and he's got his career. Just wait yeah. another month and roll it with your senior friends. Yeah. Now, and you know the person who I feel sorry for here? Mm-hmm. Mark Ensby.
0: Yeah. He you know, could do with it, couldn't he? He
2: could, you know, in danger of becoming the forgotten man of Australia. Yes, goal. he
0: is almost. And oh, I think, thank he... God, you remembered. Now I, I didn't think of him
2: this week at all, not well, once. And the last time he gave a Hensby number out, it was two thousand. Yeah, it was two thousand and eighty-two or eighty-two. I... Ah, I don't know. See, I mean, yeah. There's a there's a kid with a bag, mm-hmm. dragging himself, doing Still all the hard Still dreams. Red. Still with dreams, still self-isolating and doing his own detergent work and his own Doing his level best
0: to be a, you know. A A role model. A role model as he oversees with dreams. Not causing any offence. Not causing any offence, not hurting no one. So, Vijay, if you see him, let him in. (laughs) And finally this week,
2: uh, coming back to almost full circle, Mm -hmm. is should uh, the Big Bash Mm. open the doors to a team from New Zealand? No.
1: The most decent people on Earth? Australians. The fittest people on Earth? Australians. The fittest, most decent Australians? The AFL community. Celebrated each week here on The Bludge.
2: Yes, uh, Roy, it's going to be uh, something that uh, we're going to watch with interest how this uh, both codes or all codes um you know cope with the next couple of weeks cope with the next couple of weeks uh, sharks coach johnny morris has expressed his surprise at rule changes which we've t- canvassed you know elsewhere in the program by the arl commission describing the fan driven moves as brave whoa i didn't realize they were fan driven no at all. i didn't know it was fan driven at all either uh, the, the mm. complex uh, set of changes, yeah. the game's taken a strong stance to listen to the fans and they've made a big call and I'm a little bit surprised, as are most coaches and players, that it had been introduced in this period where, was, where we've been off. Yeah. But it's, it's in now and it's up to us to support that decision and I think the thinking behind it is certainly certainly and merit. They want to increase the ball in play and bring back that free-flowing rugby league. Now, tell me when it was free-flowing.
0: Yeah, it hasn't been free-flowing since, you know... Well, unlimited tackle. yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen Freed flowing in my lifetime. Uh, is she uh, Carl from Woodville in South Australia is Oh been yes, in touch. Carl. Yeah. He says herbel He says herbel uh, made an ad for Bic biros when the slogan was Bic better than a mile. I can't remember that at all. I can't remember all. that at all. I'm not I'm not calling him a liar. No, no.
2: I'm certainly not. I did see a note here um mm. in passing yeah. that is it When's the when was the four minute mile broken? Now that's I know that's a, a question without notice yeah, because I'd it was sometime
0: between the wars, wasn't it? It was uh, Roger Bannister. Roger Bannister.
2: And uh, now would that I want to be say
0: the thirties, late late thirties, early forties? Would it right be? now?
2: Would that be ninety years ago? Oh yeah, yeah, okay, ninety yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah. So just a final button to leave on. Mm. Jess has got a way to go, hadn't he?
0: It yeah. It's only
2: seventy years since he took the mark. That's right. So yeah.
0: Ninety. 90, yeah, mm. still was the mark of the... Well, the, the for a centu- very long the time. ...the century, Oh, it? true,
1: you forget that. Yeah.
2: That concludes our time together. Join us again when we bludge on the blind side.
1: Rugby League supports NATO, the CSIRO, the ANZUS Pact and the World Health Organisation. No other sport has made such a commitment. This is Bludging on the Blind Side.